Welcome to Tune In Tuesday with Christine Tadop, founder of Upvisor. I'm passionate about helping people understand their purpose and unlock the meaning in their lives through business. This podcast is all about tuning in with fellow entrepreneurs and understanding how they have discovered their purpose, but more importantly, how they live out their purpose every day. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Tuning Tuesday, where we are talking to entrepreneurs about their purpose and how they live it out every day. And today, I'm super excited to be speaking to a fellow entrepreneur all the way from Madagascar. Her name is Kristen Unger, and she is the owner of Sunbird Bookkeeping Services. And Kristen, I'm so excited to have you here, and it's always nice to take this podcast global. So thank you for for your time. Um, And go ahead, introduce yourself the way that you like to be introduced. Thanks, Christine. Um, So yeah, I am a bookkeeper, and I, like Christine said, I own a small firm called Sunbird Bookkeeping Services, uh, which helps service-based businesses reclaim their time and decrease their stress by doing their monthly bookkeeping. Very good. I like that you've got your unique selling proposition, just like nicely, concisely summarized. I love that. <laughs> tell, us, <laughs> tell us a little bit more about how you came to be where you are in business today. How did Sunbird Accounting start? And maybe even tell us about how you came to be in Madagascar. Sure. Yeah. So I live in Madagascar because I am married to a wonderful missionary pilot and uh So we have lived in a number of places overseas, um, and that is what brings us here. And I come from a teaching background. Um, Earlier this year, I started my business in bookkeeping, um, basically because I wanted something just a little bit different from teaching, something a little bit more calm and predictable. (laughs) Okay, good. Had some great input from business coaches and done lots of networking and grown along the way. And that's what brings me to where I am today. Very cool. Have you found that there have been some significant struggles as you've been trying to get stuff underway? And and especially being in a in a foreign country potentially that you're not used to. I mean, obviously you've done some traveling, but have you found that there are some significant obstacles in your way uh, to start up your business in a different country? Well, I'm registered in the States and that was a challenge to to complete that whole, all the paperwork and all that registration from overseas. Um, I found there was perhaps a little more flexibility in that process because of COVID actually, people were more willing to do things virtually. Yes. Um, so yeah, so I was able to set up and register my business in the States. Um, And as far as being in Madagascar goes, the challenge has been, um, I suppose, access to internet and and power cuts and things like that, having to find ways to work around. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I guess that's the reality of of Africa, right? Load shedding and all of those wonderful things. (laughs) Yes, yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, Kristen, you, you mentioned very concisely what your unique selling proposition is and what, what you are trying to do. But would you say that that is um, also your purpose in branding Sunbird bookkeeping services? Or do you have a slightly different purpose in mind? It's essentially the same um, as I thought about what my purpose is. Um, yeah, what comes to mind is that my purpose is to help people by doing something that I really enjoy. Um, and I, I think that's why God brought me into this. That's so cool. Okay, very, very cool. Okay, so what would you say has been your biggest challenge in aligning to your purpose? And how would you say that you've overcome that in the past? Well, 
time management has been my biggest challenge mm-hmm. <laughs> because I think part of my purpose in business is to do those things, to help other people by doing something that I love, but also without sacrificing my family. Um, yeah. I have kids and I've had to just, yeah, really intentionally plan and time block and prioritize um, within those time blocks to make sure that uh, working on my business has not spilled over into family time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that that's a problem that a lot of business owners face, right? We have to constantly make sure that we are are balancing the books in terms of where we spend our time and energy <laughs> um, yes. And, yes. and understanding that, yes, family is, is actually really important. And one of the things that I found during COVID especially was that I was spending a whole lot more amount of time on my business because everyone was obviously going into like anxiety mode. Um, and in the end, I ended up neglecting some of my fam- family responsibilities and maybe not seeing friends as often as I should have. How has that experience been for you? Well, in COVID, especially where we were sort of all isolated, I think I certainly felt afterwards that I, yeah, just like you said, spent far more time and energy on um, my business than I did on staying connected with people, even when we were in lockdown and I couldn't see people. Mm. Um, that was a challenge and, and still is a challenge to make sure that I don't let kind of take over absolutely yeah I agree and I think it is important for us to remember that we are not we have not been created to do this this journey on our own right um Mm -hmm. entrepreneurship is not supposed to be a solo thing so tell us more about your networking and business coaching that you've gotten involved in well I've been networking um, and also got connected to my business coaches on Facebook um So I've, yeah, and I've been intentional to join Facebook groups where I can connect with other entrepreneurs, especially being, being located or being in a, in a um, virtual business setting where I'm, I'm not working with anybody on the ground here. It's all virtual. So in the same way, I've tried to network virtually and connect with, with other um, service-based business owners who are working in, in the online space. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, yeah, it's been, it's been helpful and amazing and it makes the world feel so much smaller. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah, the world is our oyster if we know where to look, I think. Eh? <laughs> I <love> yes. <laughs> Connecting globally. <laughs> and, and I mean, that was, that was how we connected was through one of the business coaching sessions. Um, yes. It's, it's really just amazing that, that we have these opportunities to be able to connect with other people and it, it doesn't matter anymore where we are based. Yes, exactly. It is amazing. Cool. Tell us a little bit more about the problems that you've had with homeschooling versus uh, running your business. Because I think, especially some of the people that I've dealt with the last little while, that is something that they have to try and balance very carefully. Um, And I know that you've made some decisions in that space. Um, But during COVID, I know you were homeschooling. So tell us a bit more on how that impacted on your business. Yeah. Oh, that was tough. Um, at the end of the last school year, um, when school shut down and we had to do, we had to do kind of regular school, but at home, cause it was still the teachers who were telling us what to do with, with our kids. Um, it was very time consuming and that was a huge challenge. Again, back to that time management space where <laughs> having, yeah, just keep everything in its, in its block. And my kids are quite young. So my youngest is five. <laughs> he needs sure. a lot of hands-on help with school. 
Um, yeah, so that was a big challenge and just trying to, again, plan out that time and also hold things loosely. Like I, I had to prioritize the kids and what they needed and then try to fit in business stuff around it at that time. Um, and now they're back at school. So I'm a little bit more flexible again, <laughs> but I can Freedom. certainly, <laughs> yes, yeah, to people who are, are still um, struggling with that. Yeah, it is definitely a challenge. Mm-hmm. Okay, so well, tell us a little bit about how you are keeping your work and personal life separate because, and even if you do, because sometimes those overlap quite a lot, right? And and I mean, we've alluded to it now already that we can sometimes let it take over, especially business, can take over our, our whole lives. Um, so do you believe that they should be separate? And if so, how do you actually do that? Yeah, I try to keep mine separate. I try to mostly um, just be intentional to have time with my family when I'm not thinking about business and my phone isn't, nearby. Um, if I have a call in the evening, that often happens just because of the time difference. Um, since I'm eight hours ahead of my main client base in the States, mm-hmm. often things have to happen in the evening. But even if that is the case, then I try to have make sure I have time with my family before that or after that um, as needed. And then just to have that as a really intentional focused time when I'm not distracted by, by business things. Right. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And um, I maybe just want to tack on to that another question. Um, how often do you make time to think about your business strategically and to actually put time aside to plan? Um, and as you've said now, yeah, you sort of trying to do family before and after other calls. Um, and sometimes that's something that we forget about, right? To think strategically about how our business is going to grow. Yeah. I have not been so good at, at intentionally setting aside time to focus on, on my business growth and strategy. Um, yeah, I've, I guess I should do that more regularly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's why there's business coaching, right? So that is definitely exactly. time you're putting aside. So that's good. <laughs> yes. Yes. There you go. So that happens. I think we have like four calls a month and yeah, there you go. There we go. Okay, <laughs> <It> <laughs> I think that's something that I don't make enough time for. So, I mean, what, what day are we on? We're almost halfway through October at the moment. And I feel like I actually have not sat down and strategized for the rest of my, my three months, never mind planning for October. Um, right. But, but it's so bad because we need to make sure that we're putting that time in, right? I know. It's true. <laughs> you are totally right. <laughs> okay. Um, what would you say, Kristen, is a quote or a scripture that inspires you to help make every day count towards your purpose and beat the overwhelm. Because sometimes we just need that kick in the bum that helps us to get out of bed in the morning and actually make sure that we're making every day count. Yes. Well, I love Colossians 3.17. In the NLT version, it says, whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to him through God the Father. And that, that is what inspires me every day to make it count because whatever I do, even the little things or the things I don't feel like doing, the mundane, all of that I have to do as a representative of Jesus. Mm. <laughs> so that keeps me going, you know, you can't slack off there. I have to do it all knowing that I'm representing Jesus and with thanks. I like that, with thanks, y'all. We, we're grateful for everything we have. 
Do you, do you have a regular like a practice where you think about what you're grateful for every day? You know, I haven't actually incorporated that into my daily routine, but I do often think about it. Um, somebody told me once that when she's lying in bed as she falls asleep, she thinks of all the things she's grateful for. And I have, I have done that, um, but it's not something I do every day. I should. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm hearing a lot of shoulds here. That's okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is this is a great call. It's inspiring me. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but but I think what you're sharing now is actually really relevant because we are so often in a space in our businesses where we think about all the things we should be doing, and we can so easily fall into that trap of feeling guilty about yes. the ways that we are falling short. Um, and that's not good, right? Because we all have value that we bring to the table and that we need to make sure that we are communicating accurately to our, our clients. Um, so, yeah, we, we need to be careful of those, those shoulds. What coulda, shoulda, woulda statements. <laughs> that's right. And focus on the gratitude instead. There we go. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So as we, as we always close out this call... If you had to give one piece of advice from your experience during this year, and even with all of your global travels that you've had to existing or aspiring entrepreneurs that will help them to make their business a success, or that will help them to find and stay in tune with their purpose, what would you say that would be? So my advice would be to just keep going and take the next step, uh, because sometimes you will feel like quitting or... Mm overwhelmed um, and just take the next step. Um, and also to find other like-minded business owners, entrepreneurs who can walk alongside you. Those would be my, my two pieces of advice. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Find like-minded people. I think that is really important. And part of that finding like-minded people would be people that are positive, right? <laughs> and that can give yes. us the, the positive contributions into our business. And again, that's where the the networking and the business coaching, I think, is so important. Um, yes. And for me, that very much comes back to the fact that we do not have to walk this journey on our own. And sometimes we need a bit of accountability and we need people that can can keep hope alive within us. And we yes. get that from, <laughs> from other people very, very often. <laughs> okay, final, final question. Um, and, and I laugh at this always because... In, in the auditing space, we'll have like a final trial balance and then we'll make some adjustments and then it'll be like final, final. And <laughs> I don't know if you've had that experience before. <laughs> there, Yeah, there's always something to, to keep adjusting. To change. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so do you have any exciting events or offers that you would like to share with our listeners? And also, where would they be able to find you in the online space? Well... I am excited to announce that I have two spots available for my Ooh. bookkeeping business. Yeah. That is so <laughs> and, cool. Yeah. And people can find me on Facebook at Sunbird Bookkeeping Services. Awesome. Are you on LinkedIn yet? I am on LinkedIn, but I'm not very active there, but perhaps I will be <laughs> at some point in the future. I'm mostly okay, good. on Facebook. Okay. Okay. No, no, that's good. It's good to know where to be able to find people. Awesome. Okay. Thanks, Kristen. It was really interesting chatting to you and hearing all about your, your bookkeeping services and a whole lot more than just that, because at the end of the day, we are entrepreneurs. We are whole people. We are multifaceted. So 
Yeah, thank you so much for spending this time with us and just chatting to us. It was really great. Thank you, Christine. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. We'll chat soon. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to our interview with Kristen Unger. She's the owner of Sunbird Bookkeeping Services. And her key piece of advice for existing and aspiring entrepreneurs is to keep going and take the next step. And second point is to find like-minded people and connect in with them. Because at the end of the day, we are not supposed to be alone. So until our next interview with a fellow entrepreneur, where we understand how they have discovered their purpose, but more importantly, how they are living it out in the real world every day, this is Christine Tadok signing out. Bye.